Hello everyone, my name is Isaiah. I'm the Associate Pastor at Christ the King, and you are listening to the second episode in week two of our Advent Psalm series. Each Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday during the month of December, we are going to be posting a short reflection on one of the morning psalms assigned by the Daily Office Lectionary. If you would like to access the lectionary, you can find it on our website at ctkfayetteville.org. Before we read today's psalm and pray, I want to invite you to think about how you might create a prayerful and contemplative environment as you listen. If time allows, I would encourage you to find a quiet space to journal and pray as we reflect on the psalm together. If you are on your morning commute, cycling up the greenway or doing laundry, that's okay. We are glad that you are taking the time to listen to this reflection in the midst of a busy season. I would encourage you to make space a few times this week. Maybe that means you revisit some of the questions when you have something to write with later on in the day. To enter into a place of prayer during the Advent season is to wage a sort of war on the temporal distractions of our day and to lift our eyes towards the God who is working in the dark. Today's psalm is Psalm 92. I will read and then we will prayerfully reflect on the scripture together. Psalm 92, a psalm, a song for the Sabbath day. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to your name, O Most High, to declare your steadfast love in the morning and your faithfulness by night, to the music of the lute and the harp, to the melody of the lyre. For you, O Lord, have made me glad by your work. At the works of your hands I sing for joy. How great are your works, O Lord! Your thoughts are very deep. The dullard cannot know. The stupid cannot understand this. Though the wicked sprout like grass, and all evildoers flourish, they are doomed to destruction forever. But you, O Lord, are on high forever. For your enemies, O Lord, for your enemies shall perish. All evildoers shall be scattered. But you have exalted my horn like that of the wild ox. You have anointed me with fresh oil. My eyes have seen the downfall of my enemies. My ears have heard the doom of my evil assailants. The righteous flourish like the palm tree and grow like a cedar in Lebanon. They are planted in the house of the Lord. They flourish in the courts of our God. In old age, they still produce fruit and they are always green and full of sap, showing that the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him. Glory to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 92 begins with a title attached, a song or psalm for the Sabbath day. Jewish interpreters of this psalm from before and around the time of Jesus associated this psalm with the Sabbath. They would variously read this psalm either as relating to the first Sabbath given by God in the creation narratives of Genesis, or as a song, a song for the future, for the day that will be entirely Sabbath and rest for everlasting life. In both cases, the imagery of flourishing trees sustained in the presence of God remind readers of the Garden of Eden and the new Eden to come, the garden city of the new Jerusalem. To the Sabbath rest given in the garden, 
and the eternal Sabbath rest in the new heavens and new earth. In both spaces, Sabbath rest comes from life lived in the presence of God. It's in that place of rest that God's presence brings that we start to become more aware of God's work in creation and in our lives. The psalmist writes, For you, O Lord, have made me glad by your work. At the works of your hands I sing for joy. How great are your works, O Lord. In a meditation on these verses, Norman Wurzba notes, According to the psalmist, our offerings of thanksgiving and praise are not a forced or commanded response. When they are at their most authentic pitch, they follow spontaneously and naturally from a life that is attentive and responsive to God's grandeur and goodness everywhere on display. To enter God's rest is to stop our striving and take stock of what he is doing. To enter his unforced rhythms of rest is also to reorient our bodies and our minds to what he has done. In the opening lines of Psalm 92, the psalmist proclaims that it is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to your name, O Most High, to declare your steadfast love in the morning and your faithfulness by night. That last line could be translated, to announce your love each daybreak, sing your faithful presence all through the night. Advent is a time of waiting on God and taking stock of what he has done in creation and for his people. Advent is also a time to enter the rest that God wants to give us in the midst of the contested space of our broken world. Jesus says, Come to me, all you who are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The weapons of our warfare against darkness, against numbness and distraction, are rehearsing God's faithfulness, noticing God's grandeur, especially in creation, and entering God's rest. This is how we fight our complacency, our discouragement, and our exhaustion. Let's take a moment to pray now. Let's start by rehearsing God's faithfulness. Let's take a moment to pray now. If you have something to write with, this would be a good time to get it out. Let's start by rehearsing God's faithfulness. We pray that God, by his spirit, would bring to our minds a memory of a time that he especially met us in the past. We'll pause here for a moment. Now let's draw our attention to the beauty present in God's world. What was the last beautiful thing that you really took notice of? We'll pause for a moment while you write down the thing that comes to mind. Finally, 
Let's ask God to enter the rest that he has for us. While you pray, consider moving into a posture of receptivity, like having your hands placed out with your palms up. We'll pause for a moment. As we finish journaling together, may God be with you as you walk through the rest of this day and this Advent season.